Well, hello again, and welcome, and thank you for listening to the verse of the day. Last week, we spent some time to look at the last week of Jesus' life and some of the key events that led up to the crucifixion on Friday and then his resurrection on Sunday. Now, this week, we're getting back to the verses that were suggested to me by my friends on Instagram. Now, today's verse comes from a very, very, very special listener, my favorite, actually, my favorite person in the whole wide world, my wife of 11 years, Heather Bell. And her verse is Revelation 1, 17 and 18. And this is the absolute perfect verse to look at the day after Easter. And this is Jesus appearing to John as he is exiled, the Apostle John, exiled on the island of Patmos, exiled for preaching the gospel. He's out there all by himself. And Jesus appears to him, speaks to him, gives him a vision, says, write the vision down. These are things that must soon take place. But in verse 17 and 18 of Revelation 1, John writes, and he says, when I saw him, I fell at his feet as though I were dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and the living one. I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and hell. When Jesus rose from the dead, he rose in victory. He rose not in humility, as he came and suffered and died in humility. He rose in victory, conquering Satan, conquering sin, conquering death. The events and the purpose of his human life were concluded. Jesus accomplished the mission for which he came. When he clothed himself in humanity when he added to his divinity humanity and and put on human flesh the glory of the divine person of the son of god was for a few years 30 33 ish years it was shrouded it was covered it was veiled but now having risen from the dead having ascended to the right hand of the father This glory was no longer veiled. John had got a glimpse of this as he had gone up to the Mount of Transfiguration before Jesus went to the cross and saw Jesus' face shining brighter than the sun. The Apostle Paul caught a glimpse of this when Jesus appeared to him on the road to Emmaus and he was blinded. His eyes were literally blinded by the brightness of the glory of Christ. Jesus had prayed on the last night of his life in John chapter 17 to the Father, and he said, Father, restore to me the glory that I shared with you when I was with you in heaven before I came from heaven to earth. And now having ascended and being seated at the right hand of the Father, Jesus has now had that glory restored to him. And so when John sees Jesus now, he falls down at his feet like he was dead. What John saw with his natural eye was so shocking to him, was so terrifying to him, it sucked all the life out of him. It reminds me of when Isaiah saw the vision of Christ seated on the throne 
high and exalted in his glory, filling the temple, this vision in Isaiah chapter 6 that he saw. And the reaction that Isaiah has is so similar to the reaction that John has. Isaiah says, woe is me. John falls down as if he were dead. Why? Because when you see the glory and the radiance of God, and you stand in that and experience that, you are overwhelmed with just how sinful and how fallen and how imperfect you are when you are presented with the perfection and the holiness and the purity and the righteousness and the justice of God Almighty. Have you ever felt this way? Have you ever felt the presence of God so move upon you that you are undone, that you can do nothing but fall on your face and weep? There have been several times in my life where the Spirit of God has moved upon me so richly and so powerfully in different worship services and different meetings that I've been a part of. And while I've never seen a vision or seen Christ like they did, goodness gracious, I felt undone. And I cannot even begin to imagine what it would be like to see it with my own eyes. But what does Jesus tell John? Do not be afraid. Why doesn't he have to be afraid? He says, I am the first. I am the last. I am the living one. I died and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and hell. What does it mean that Jesus has the keys? Is he talking literally here? Well, no. I don't believe that there are literal physical keys to death and hell. But he's talking about the power, the power over death and the power over hell. And that through his suffering and through his resurrection, through what he accomplished on the cross and rising again on the third day, that he has taken the keys back from Satan to death and hell. The question is, how did Satan get those keys in the first place? Well, actually, Adam, when Adam sinned, he handed that power and that authority over to Satan. You see, when God created Adam, He created him in his image, and God gave what to Adam? God gave Adam dominion. That is power. Over what? What did God give Adam dominion and power over? The entire human race and planet Earth. God gave Adam dominion over all of creation and told Adam to rule and to exercise this dominion to show forth the glory of God. It was Adam's job to be God's representative on planet Earth. And instead of obeying God and fulfilling his God-given purpose, he chose to run away from God and to sin against God. And the dominion that he possessed, he handed over to Satan. And so when Satan comes to Jesus and he tempts him, remember the temptation of Christ? In Matthew chapter 4, verse 9, Satan tempts Jesus with all the kingdoms of the world. He says, look, if you will bow down and worship me, I will give you all the kingdoms of the world. And what he tells Jesus is that all of these kingdoms, the power to rule over them has been given to me, has been delivered unto me, and I can give it to whomever I want. 
And here, Satan is tempting Jesus with a shortcut. He's telling Jesus, if you will bow down and worship me, you don't have to go to the cross to get these keys back. You can have them now. Without the pain, without the suffering, you can have them right now. But Jesus said, it is written that you can only worship God and God alone. You see, Satan was trying to get Jesus to fall into the same trap that Adam had fallen into. But we know Jesus didn't give in. Jesus didn't bow down to Satan. Jesus went to the cross, defeating Satan, defeating sin, rising again on the third day with the keys to death and to hell. And this should give us comfort because death has been defeated. Hell has been defeated. And so when Jesus tells John, do not fear, you don't have to be afraid. I have won for you the victory. I have won for you the atonement for your sins. And if your name is written in the Lamb's book of life, you will not be ushered into that place of torment, but you will be ushered in to the kingdom of God forever. Is your name written in that book? Have you repented of your sins and trusted in Christ? I believe that you have. And if you have, you don't have to live in fear of standing before Jesus because he is the first and the last. He was dead, but now he's alive and he has the keys. He's in the driver's seat. And so we have nothing to fear, not even death itself. Thanks for listening. I hope that this has blessed you today. I'm believing God for a great week for you, your family, and in everything that you do, may you be blessed by the Lord Jesus. Amen.